2: plan savings with three lines of t-mobile essentials versus comparable available plans plan features and taxes and fees may vary
0: good morning lee hey there tara okay so you ever i know i have i don't know how much the average person does this gone on social media and there's something you want to say but you don't say it because you don't want to go to facebook jail again uh, yeah yeah i i have you done that uh, yeah personally? well i have
2: not done. I mean, I've I've done that in doing not doing it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, there's, there's a yeah. thought you may have is like, yeah, yeah, I need to put no, 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 not going to
0: do that. Um, specifically because, you know, you'll get no. censored. It happened to me for the first time when I was pointing out some stuff about Wuhan, Wuhan lab. And I got locked down for two days um, and I went, wow, OK, I'm not allowed to talk about that. Um, so I do this regularly now. I don't post things on social media that I would post on X. I don't put stuff on Instagram or Facebook because I don't want to lose my page. So I I do, I self-censor. I hate that, but I do. And a lot of Americans do. Matt Taibbi has a piece people need to read right now. It's called Financial Big Brother is Watching You. This is a liberal journalist, Matt Taibbi. Left used to love him until he started telling too much truth. And then they wanted him censored like everyone else. And it's about Joe Biden's censorship. It's about FinCEN, um, which basically this is how the Treasury went to banks. Banks are afraid of the Treasury. They know the Treasury has an incredible amount of regulatory and punitive power, really, punishment power. They know Democrats control the Treasury, and they know Democrats are vindictive. And so they went, as we have learned over the last two weeks, last few weeks, uh, to the banks, to financial institutions, gave them a list of search terms and said, hey, if people buy this, you tell us, including Bibles, Religious texts, um, people who sell guns, like gun stores, uh, merchandise with Trump in it, all of that. Taibbi explained what is going on here. Um, That what they're doing is that they have conditioned even the most hardcore partisans like myself not to say certain things. We know we'll be punished. And what he says is they're doing the same thing financially. They're beginning to condition you with... Hey, don't buy a Bible for everyone in your family for Christmas. That's a problem. And he explained how they're doing it. And instead of focusing on the search terms, like everybody else did, because those were pretty galling, that they think they have the right to know our, our financial transactions. By the way, all this was done without a warrant. They don't even bother with those kinds of things anymore. Now listen to this. He explained how this will work. They are creating an algorithm. So first he says, compile a list of naughty behaviors, buying religious texts, uh, buying like, say, a shirt or bumper sticker with the word Trump in it, uh, that kind of thing. That gets you on the list, okay? And this is right off their own sheet from the Treasury. Then create rules. $2,500 worth of transactions in the forbidden codes triggers a response, So that's $2,500 total. So you gave everybody in your family a Bible for Christmas. In the spring, you bought some Trump uh, 2024 shirts, maybe some signs, maybe a mug or something. And then you spent a bunch of money on ammo and some guns you wanted. Boom. That triggers the codes. There's also this 50% uh, rule Um, A number shows that if more than 50% of the customer's transactions are the wrong kind uh, over a period the length of which we don't know what it is, it triggers a response. Now, what we don't know, we only got the one sheet. What is the response? We know there is one because that is the algorithm right there. Just like the algorithms online, hey, if Tara says the shot doesn't work and it might give you a heart attack, then... Uh, She gets algorithm down. She gets locked in Facebook jail for two days. Okay, well, this is the financial version of that. And the Republican committee that got this wasn't able to specify, he says, what the responses were in this instance. But from previous experience covering anti-money laundering techniques at banks like HSBC, Taibbi writes, a good guess would be generation of something like a suspicious activity report, which can lead to a customer being what? Debanked. If Facebook, Twitter and Google have already shown a tendency toward wide scale monitoring of speech and use of uh, subtle levers to apply pressure on attitudes where me and you don't put certain things on because we know it's going to lock the account down. Financial companies can use records of transactions to penetrate individual behaviors far more deeply. In other words, just as Americans have now been conditioned not to say certain things on certain social media, we can just as easily be conditioned not to buy certain things or certain amounts of certain things. Well, I better stick with one box of ammo. I wanted six for the firing range, but it might trigger it. It's like I bought a Bible last week. This is a problem. He's, he's really brilliantly put this together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I didn't even notice the subsection. I was just paying attention to the search terms. Listen to what this says. During the 60 day rolling look back period, so this is what these are the instructions. A rolling look back period. Good How grief. creepy, right? Yeah. These are the instructions given to the banks by the Biden administration. During the 60 day rollback lookout period, look back period, query run periodically. These are parameters. Involves five or more distinct and different merchants, vendors of the above populations. So five or more distinct ones. So if you went to ghostrunner.com, you went to Glock, uh, you went to KP Knives, you went to grabagun.com, you went to Edgeworks Manufacturing or Cabela's. I mean, again, some of these are, you know, also places uh, would also be like Trump's name thing, like things like that. That's just the gun part of it. Aggregate purchase. That would that would flag you five or more. Aggregate purchase transactions totaling twenty five hundred dollars or more from the above MCC codes. By a customer lifetime. Number of transactions at the above MCC code is greater than 50% of total number of transactions by the customer. Um, so, and we don't know the given period for that. Every
2: this, single bit of this should require a warrant on an individual basis. Yeah. Every single bit of this. That's what they're circumventing.
0: Yeah. And he writes, if Facebook, Twitter and Google have already shown a tendency toward wide scale monitoring of speech and use of use of subtl- subtle levers to apply pressure on individuals, financial companies can use records of transactions to penetrate individual behaviors far more deeply, especially if enhanced by AI, a financial history can give almost any institution an immediate unpleasantly accurate outline of anybody's life habits and secrets worse they can couple that picture with a powerful disciplinary lever in the form of a threat of a threat of flows closed account or reduced access to payment services or credit um and they say um this is a slide into political scores
2: yeah well (laughs) and of
0: course they could easily do this with central bank digital currency
2: that slide has already reached base just look at donald trump
0: yeah um and he says as in the case of free speech where huge populations have learned to internalize censorship rules almost overnight i have done that i mm, censor myself yeah, yeah. never thought i'd do that in america we may soon have to learn the hard way that even though some behaviors aren't illegal they can still be punished with great effectiveness in termina- in a terminator like world where computers won't miss anything that moves again right. this is all illegal
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah shrug of shoulders yeah. it was one day's worth of news Mitch McConnell, our leaders, nowhere to be found for the most part. Jim Jordan spoke out. Good for him. Um, and here we go. That it's okay now to do this. It's okay now. Um, and what we really need is, I mean, maybe Ron DeSantis will do. He's the only one who ever does anything down in Florida. He needs to be, He needs to outlaw this. So we have a place to go.
2: He's got a little more time on his hands now. Yeah, he so does. Maybe that'll help. Sadly,
0: I wish American governors would follow the. Yeah you know, follow the, his path here so we can begin to have sanctuaries in these states. Um, and, you know, as you, as you watch this, it's so funny, the Democrats screaming bloody murder about how can Texas defy the Supreme Court, how can Texas still be putting up razor wire when we get to cut it down, literally simultaneously to Hawaii saying, you know what, yeah. we don't like the Second Amendment, so we're just not going to do that.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, and th- that to me is, is stunning. Um, and it, In a way it's not surprising Because this is exactly where liberal progressives Have been going mm-hmm. But to have a state basically come out and say We don't recognize the Second Amendment
0: yeah You're saying okay I, I mean this is like one step behind Seceding from the right. union honestly is. Yeah. at this point Yeah, This isn't a federal law you're ignoring This isn't a Supreme Court ruling You're ignoring This is the Constitution
2: Well they have the benefit of being offshore So <laughs> that, may I help. Guess. that may help them a little bit They're saying come and make us Yeah exactly
0: you're going to see a lot more of this after the election. This is the direction they're
2: going in. Oh, and you think the Biden administration is going to do anything to criticize the state of Hawaii over a Second yeah. Amendment? Re- no, rejection? they love Of course it. not. Yeah, absolutely, they love it. This is what they've been hoping for.
0: They love it. If you think about it from Hawaii's perspective, who's going to come and make them?
2: Guess who their most favorite re- resident is?
0: Oh, Obama. Facebook. Oh, no, Obama. Yeah, yeah. them too. Oh, did they live there? Do they?
2: They've spent a lot of time there.
0: Okay, because I know he has the mansion in the...
2: But I mean, he was always... I I just remember that when he was president, because I'm old enough to remember those days, he spent a lot of time in Hawaii.
0: Well, I know Zuckerberg has his doomsday bunker there, and I bet you he's got a lot of guns. He does too. he does too. Call from mom. Answer it This is an incredible statement by the Hawaii Supreme Court that, you know what, owning and carrying a gun in public, is just, it's not compatible with their culture. So they're just not going to let you do it. This is uh, from the attorney, Costas Moros. Uh, They're representing the California um, Rifle and Pistol Association, uh, among others. Um, and here's what the uh, Hawaii Supreme Court said in its statement of opinion, just rejecting the Supreme Court's ruling, rejecting the second amendment, which is not going to do that Here's not popular quote. No sense. This is the, so the Supreme Court writes of Hawaii, Supreme Court of Hawaii writes in its opinion, it makes no sense for contemporary society to pledge allegiance to the founding era's culture, realities, laws, and understanding of the constitution. Quote, sounds like the Hawaii Supreme Court doesn't even want to be part of the United States in this rejection of not just the Second Amendment, but of their culture and understanding of the Constitution. Yeah, you got that pretty much. By the way, there's a similar law to this moving uh, through the California legislature. It would be illegal under the Supreme Court's pro-Second Amendment rulings, but they're just pretending they just don't care. So what is this going to lead to? We are going to see people like us arrested in these states for doing things that are legal to do under the Second Amendment and that have been affirmed by the Supreme Court. And do you know what's going to happen when they're arrested? Nothing. Nothing. They'll be prosecuted and. Yeah. In June last year, Governor Josh Green, a Democrat, signed Bill SB 1230 into law that prohibits carrying guns at many places, including beaches, nursing homes, hospitals, restaurants, serving alcohol, movie theaters, stadiums, courthouses, and public parks. You just can't do it anymore. Um... Well, the National Rifle Association's Institute for Legal uh, Legislative Action criticized the bill, saying it massively expands gun-free zones where law-abiding citizens are left defenseless and also prohibits carrying firearms on private property unless the owner gives affirmative position, uh, permission. Uh, also requires people carrying out firearms to have insurance coverage. Yeah. Um, so Supreme Court rules, and now you're seeing Hawaii say, uh, we don't care. We just don't care. We're not we are not following that Supreme Court ruling. We'll just start jailing. This is what, what they're saying. This is not what they said, but this is, this is what this means. We'll just start jailing people. We'll start jailing people because we just really feel like the founding documents just don't fit our current culture. They just don't fit. So we're just not doing that anymore. Mind-blowing. Just ignoring the Supreme Court, striking down the right to carry firearms in public. It's gone. But, folks, I tell you this all the time, and I know I sound radical, but I can't be that radical because I'm watching the Democrats do this. This is almost exactly what the founders intended. They did not actually intend us for us to uh, ignore the Constitution. But what the founders intended was this. And if you go back and read—because the, there was two constitutional conventions. The first one failed. And you go back and read the debates— that they were having at the time. And everybody was in agreement on that they wanted a military that was as weak as possible because they were afraid it would be turned against the people or it would be used to uh, force people to do things they didn't want to do. And the whole idea was consent to the government. Like the federal government could, you know, Congress could pass a law that was perfectly legal and, and constitutional. But if the state of Arkansas didn't want to do it, they would simply not do it. They'd nullify it. And the idea was they needed to prevent the federal government from having a big enough military that they could do anything about it. In other words, they wanted us to go, "Mm, not doing that, don't like it. They did. Just, nah, that doesn't suit us at this time. And there would be nobody to enforce the will of that. That's why they said in a compromise, this is how we got here, military not supposed to operate on our soil. At One of the sticking points that they were debating, the first constitutional convention that failed was there, were, there was a contingent that wanted to limit the size of the military to I think like 2% of the population could never get bigger because very explicitly they wanted us to be able to defeat the military. They were looking for that. These Democrats are real constitutional scholars. And basically what they have figured out is our entire society is an honor system. It, really it's been kind of fashionable. Law and order has become we have to do whatever the court says. Well, it's unconstitutional, so what? so what we have to do we have to why seriously why well the the court says that in the interim Joe Biden can cut through the razor wire so not really so put more up throw them out but but, but, but we can't that's unlawful look at what Hawaii is doing wake up We're going to law and order ourselves right into tyranny. Again, the headline, Hawaii ignores U.S. Supreme Court, strikes down right to carry firearms in public. Watch this. Watch this. Now think about this. Is the DOJ going to come after anyone here? No. When they violate the Second Amendment rights of citizens of Hawaii? No, they will not. Will anybody from Washington send forces of any kind? No, they will not. We're going to have political dissidents rotting in prison for exercising their Second Amendment rights in the state of Hawaii. That is coming. We just don't know their names yet. And we're going to get to where, I I am not kidding, when you go on a road trip, you have to plot out where are the blue states and go around them. Because you have no rights there. You wouldn't go into a no-go zone like that. It's happening in so many different ways. But this is classic nullification. Literally, as the Democrat Party, who has not condemned this, tells us that Texas is lawless, tells us Texas has to comply with whatever the Supreme Court says. Well, why doesn't Hawaii have to comply with the Second Amendment and the Supreme Court? I don't know, but they don't, do they? You know what the dirty secret is? We could do this, too. We could do this, too. We could do this all day long. Yeah. Now, I'm not suggesting we nullify the amendments. Uh, That would be unconstitutional. But what I am suggesting, we nullify Supreme Court rulings we don't like. Court rulings we don't like. Just ignore it. Why not? Incredibly, we're now two weeks out from the murder by Iran and Iranian proxies of those U.S. troops, and Joe Biden is still paying Iran to kill our troops. A bizarre situation, truly. Can you imagine the beach, Normandy? We sent Hitler a check first just to make it fair. Well, that's U.S. foreign policy now. It's where we are. We're literally paying them to kill us. I guess just to make it, f- I don't. I don't even know anymore. I've lost the thread. Justice Alito has very few Americans actually know we're paying Iran right now. Um, that we released six billion and then ten billion dollars in frozen funds to them, and have lit this with the sanctions we've lifted. It's been worth about a hundred billion dollars with a B since Joe Biden took office. Um, And what Iran has learned in the last two weeks, shockingly, is you can kill as many Americans as you can. And uh, we we will keep the money going. We want you to have more drones. We want you to have the ammo. We want you to have really whatever you need, and especially for that nuclear program. That is what Iran has learned. That's what they monitor. Trump kept sanctions on Iran again just because they were the world's foremost state sponsor of terror, not because they had killed Americans. And those those sanctions were crippling, absolutely crippling. And again, led to a situation where Iran, Iranians literally were scrounging for food, which is exactly how it should be. You're going to keep leadership like that. You need to overthrow them. If not, well, you're, ah, sorry if you can't eat. Too bad. You're not killing our troops. Trump had him completely under control. And what was beautiful about how Trump had him under control is that he didn't have a big, stupid, swamp-style invasion to do it. He didn't have what Chuck Schumer recommended this week, which is we draft your kids and send them to fight uh, Russia. In some part of some country, those kids couldn't even find on a map because they're not even relevant to us. As Vladimir Putin correctly pointed out. Now, Trump managed to put the hurt on Iran with an incredibly small footprint. It was very effective. What Trump showed us is that the military industrial complex does not need to get rich every time that we have any kind of conflict with another country. We can just use our technology, our satellite technology, and, you know, execute one or two of them from the air and everything will be fine. Which is why I love this. Justice Alito, apparently on the Supreme Court, one of the few Americans who knows we are paying Iran to kill our troops and that we continue to do so. I wonder if the parents of our dead troops know that they that Iran is being paid to kill our troops, being paid despite killing our troops. We can refu- freeze this money anytime. And of course, this money is fungible, as we know. If you have two tires go out this month, that's a very expensive thing, um, but you win the contest for two free tires uh, and you get to replace them, get, Well, guess what? That frees up more money for groceries. That's how that goes. That's what's going on with Iran. That's where the money is coming from to pay for all this. This is why the Houthis all of a sudden have gone from basically goat herders to having top-notch military-grade equipment. Joe Biden paid for that. Listen to Alito ask the obvious question here. He seems to know we're paying Iran to kill us. Uh, This is part um, of the, the 14th Amendment case before SCOTUS about, hey, can liberal Democrat states just remove Republicans from the ballot? Take a listen to what Alito said. Okay hold on let me there we go let's try that again.
1: And suppose there's a country that proclaims again and again and again that the United States is its biggest enemy and suppose that the President of the United States for diplomatic reasons think that it's in the best interests of the United States to provide funds or release funds that so that they can be used by that by that country could a state, Determine that that person has given aid and comfort to the enemy and therefore keep that person off the ballot.
3: No, Your Honor. This court has never interpreted the aid and comfort language, which also is present in the. Thank you.
0: Colorado. Oh, no, 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 no. We can only remove Republicans. We don't like nobody else. Nope. I just thought that was clever. I mean, oh, no, really, why not? I should, We'll throw them all off the ballot. We'll just pull Hawaii. We just like say, hey, we should, you know like we don't like the first, second, third. Folks, watch this. You know what this this whole this Hawaii situation is huge. And again, if you're just joining me, Hawaii has ignored a U.S. Supreme Court ruling on the Second Amendment and struck down the right to carry firearms in public. They say it's not compatible with with Hawaiian culture to have a Second Amendment, nor is it compatible um, for them to comply with a Supreme Court ruling on this. And it's the line from the ruling that is the most galling court statement. In its opinion, it makes, quote, no sense for the contemporary for contemporary society to pledge allegiance to the founding era's culture, realities, laws and understanding of the Constitution. What is coming next? They're going to do this with the First Amendment. They will Going to be speech codes They go ahead and implement them. You live in a blue state, you will live under them. They will put you in prison. And that's that. Why wouldn't they? I mean, seriously, why wouldn't they do it? Who's going to stop them? Our whole country this entire time has been an honor system. There was never really anyone to stop anyone. Now, they will try to stop Abbott if uh, he does not comply with the future Supreme Court ruling. Right now, all the Supreme Court did was strike down, you know, with the razor wire, was strike down the circuit court's ruling that said that Joe Biden couldn't cut the razor wire until the case was resolved, okay? So it's all very t- temporary. We don't know. But suppose the Supreme Court says, you know, Abbott can't block the feds. Abbott can't put up razor wire. And Abbott does it anyway. What do you think is going to happen? Democrats are going to thug out on us. They're going to send force down. They're going to try to. And that's what they're counting on. You and what army, red states? So what they want to do is force us to comply with the law while they themselves violate, ignore the law and the Constitution. That is what they are showing us here. And you're not going to get the bulk of this happening before the election. But if they win the election most, especially if they win the presidency, you're going to see this begin to spread. You are going to see liberal state after liberal state after liberal state say we don't have the Second Amendment here. Yes, and we, we yes, we know about the Supreme Court rulings uh, affirming your right to carry your gun in public. But we just don't recognize that here. You know what it is? You know what it is? It's just seceding from the union. It's what it is. Text to rights here sounds to me that Hawaii no longer needs to have statehood. That is exactly what the Democrats would say if we did this stuff. Text to rights here, the Confederacy did the same thing. Yes. And you know what? If we did a thing like this to the Democrats over something they want, they would tar us with Confederacy. They'd say we were like the Confederacy. But when they do it, it's okay. Text to rights here, the way I see it is, is if you don't have a gun or believe the Second Amendment doesn't uh, come, don't come on my property. uh, And if you were at my house uh, and need one, one will be provided for you. Well, that's going to work here for now, but it's not going to work in Hawaii. Text to rights. Let me get this straight. If the Supreme Court tells Colorado they have to put Trump on the ballot, they can just ignore the Supreme Court and kick him off the ballot. Well, using the Hawaii model, I suppose. Text to writes, uh, Hawaii is also ignoring its own people in the fires and not paying out insurance claims and not giving federal aid. Uh, they won't even let those people go into their properties. Yeah. Another text to writes, hey, Tara, they don't ask. Oh, Tara, it sounds like the Colorado lawyer also knew Biden's providing aid and comfort to Iran. Interesting, right? Um. So I, I don't know, but look for a big rash of this after the election. They're, they're not going to do it now because they don't want it front and center. But they're going to particularly attack the Second the First Amendment in this way. You're going to every blue state right now saw that with Hawaii, and they are running to their representatives. They're running to their state courts. They're, they're, they're saying, let's do it, too. Let's do it, too. Let's get rid of guns. Uh, Texter writes, if Hawaii citizens aren't armed, maybe China might take them over. Well, I mean it sort sure of seems to me that Hawaii is leaving the Union. I mean, maybe they could just join, join China. They're not gonna like it after five years, but maybe they can do that. Text to rates, in the spirit of Aloha, I don't expect special I don't accept special counsel's opinion not to charge Biden. Uh, and text to rates, can't read that. Text to rate, nah, not that either. Americans don't agree on much, but we agree on this. We agree on pizza. Today, by the way, is National Pizza Day. Many people will celebrate on Sunday when they order pizza. 0% of Americans never eat pizza. This is the universal food. 26% of us eat it with a knife and a fork. I do. I always eat with a knife and a fork. I think it tastes no. It's, I'm not weird with my hands or anything. It's just I think it tastes better that way. I, I I swear it does. I don't know why. I think it tastes better that way than if you bite into it. I've been doing that since I was a kid. Nineteen percent of us don't eat the crust. I do. And again, zero percent of Americans never say they uh, never eat pizza. Most searched terms in South Carolina: Super Bowl recipes. Super Bowl Eats. Uh, this just rolled into the inbox. I always think it's interesting what other people eat, and if it's the same thing I eat, or if I think, if that's their food. I'm not into that. In South Carolina, pizza takes the lead. as the most searched Super Bowl food. Monthly search volume of 65,000 searches for pizza, where I was looking for pizza. Number two, I'm a little surprised by this. I don't like chili, but it's number two. With a monthly search volume of 42,000 and... Buffalo chicken dip. So, apparently, we like our buffalo uh, chicken wings. That's the third most favorite food uh, in terms of, you know, Super Bowl foods, snack food recipes that we're Googling, getting ready, or things we're looking for. So, I got to tell you, I got a love hate relationship with pizza. I really, I love my pizza. If I'm eating pizza, it's a treat because it's not something you can eat every day on the PhD weight loss plan. Not going to lie. But, since I was a kid, I can remember when I was a kid. Do you remember when you were a kid? You would look forward to the Domino's pizza coming. Oh, and it was mouthwatering. It was so good. That was a treat when your parents ordered it. Or maybe it was Little Caesars. That was good too. That was back before we really knew how to make these fake ingredients, including cheese that is not actually cheese and dough with wood shavings in it. Yeah. So things increasingly taste fake. And I think this is why one of the few things mom and pop restaurants that haven't gone under in the modern era is pizza. Because the national change, I mean, their pizza just tastes so fake compared to when we were kids. Especially when it like cools down a little. You're like, oh, my gosh. Remember, you should sit and eat it cold. It tastes like a chemical cocktail cold for most of those places. So a number of years ago, I just got frustrated with even some of the mom and pop places. Now you can tell they're buying that same fake dough that the pizza places use the national chain cheese or they're using that weird cheese so we started making our own in my house and we it has been a multi-multi-year quest started with me now the kids make it um and we make our pizza from scratch i'm talking by king arthur pizza flour from scratch i the only thing that comes pre-made i think is pepperoni we don't try to make that that'd be too hard but um everything else yeah absolutely from scratch um, and boy is it good! Boy is it good! Um, and the kids can make it. Uh, and they they it's a two day affair in my house. They start the day before, um, and they make the make the dough and they let it rise. And then the next day we you know we make the pizza. Usually when I come home from work we'll start then and you get to work on it. So, um, because just I, that's the only way I can get that real authentic like yeah that's a pizza taste. And I've spent years on the dough. I still not quite hundred percent. Like where my I, I, want my dough to be, but it is, it is very good. It is better than most takeout pizzas. I keep telling my kids, well, you know, one of you needs to take this recipe and open up a pizza joint. Maybe we will someday. I don't know. But that's the level of my passion for pizza um, that we go to all this trouble. And it's, it ends up, it ends up at like a couple of dollars cheaper per pie. I mean, like two or three, but that's not why I do it. I do it because I want to control the taste. I want to be able to get that taste used to be able to enjoy before everything got so fake. Text her Tara, what kind of cheese do you use? If I... Oh, yes. Okay. No, I don't make the cheese. No, here's the trick. Here's the trick. You need whole milk cheese. You cannot use skim milk cheese and you need to buy it in a block. You cannot buy it pre-shaved because they'll put that weird wood stuff in there. Um, so yes, you get whole milk cheese unshaven and then I just run it in the blender to break it up. So, yeah, okay, you busted me. We don't make the cheese. But uh, no cow in the backyard, although that would be nice. Have a great weekend. We'll be back on Monday.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.